Hi and welcome. This is Nibbles in Space with me, Malcolm McDonald. Right, where is space? Well, up, of course. But how far? Well, that's where the answers start to vary. A lawyer will simply tell you there's no definition, and the US have been keen to avoid defining one. But you might think we engineers and scientists have an agreed technical definition, and we do. It's definitely 100 kilometres, but it might be 80 kilometres, or maybe it's another number if you use imperial units. So can we try to define where space is? Well, in aeronautics, the presence of an atmosphere is critical. In astronautics, its absence is critical. So the great Hungarian engineer and physicist Theodor von Karman believed a clear distinction could and should be made. And so in the early 1950s, along with his co-workers, he undertook the task of defining the respective terms. As altitude increases, the air gets thinner. That is, atmospheric density decreases. So if we consider the flight of an aeroplane, this flight is controlled by interaction with the air. That is, by the aerodynamic force of lift. For an aeroplane to maintain steady level flight controlled by aerodynamic forces, its speed must increase as altitude increases, because the air is getting thinner. At some point, the required speed will become faster than the speed required to orbit the Earth, and aerodynamic forces are no longer required to maintain flight. And the opposite must be true for astronautics. In 1956, von Karman and his co-workers determined that this transition would occur at an altitude of 83.6 kilometres and set this as the altitude limit that a plane could fly to. A few years later, around 1960, the Fédération Aéronautique Internationale, or the FAI, adopted this logic to define spaceflight as above 100 kilometres altitude. Presumably 100 kilometres was simply an easier number to work with. The FAI, who administrate aeronautic records, then created a new category of flying machine, named a spacecraft, which would have separate records to aircraft. And so, Section 8 of the FAI Sporting Code defines the nominal boundary to space as the von Karman ellipsoid, a curve above the surface of the Earth at 100 kilometres altitude, often simply called the Karman Line. And a spacecraft is a vehicle or vessel designed to operate beyond the von Karman ellipsoid. So by extension of this definition, crafts like rovers, landers and atmospheric probes are also termed spacecraft. However, not everyone uses this definition of space. In the US, the limit is set as 50 miles, or 80.5 kilometres, the altitude required to gain your astronaut wings. Another convenient number, yes, but one that is much closer to von Karman's original calculation and... Work in 2018, using atmospheric density data collected since von Karman's original work, concluded that the boundary should perhaps be 80 kilometres. So, yes, the only thing we all agree on is that space is up. The useful legal ambiguity of where space begins makes it difficult to show wrongdoing, but as space tourism and commercial spaceflight become more common, it's increasingly likely that a legal definition will become desirable and even required, allowing governments to regulate and perhaps tax such activities. This was a Nibble in Space with me, Mark McDonald. For a little more of a nibble on this with some visuals, 
why not visit spaceprof.xyz or subscribe to the podcast for future nibbles. In the next nibble, we'll munch and muse just how do we get to space?